Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. I have a great show for you today. Scott Evans is here. He's, of course, an actor on Grace and Frankie. He's going to be breaking down the MTV Lohan show with me, which is in its second week, and I'm loving it. I'm living, laughing, loving it. (laughs) It is so good. One of the greatest TV villains of our time, Brent, from the Lohan MTV show. I mean, he is amazing TV, but also the most horrible human being maybe I've ever seen. Also, I keep getting confused on the name. It's like either Lohan Beach Club or Lohan Beach House. Unclear. I'm refusing to learn it. (laughs) I tried. I googled it a bunch of times. Wrote it down. I'm just, I'm not going to learn it. I can spell Ryan Phillippe's last name, but I'm not sure if it's Lohan Beach Club or Lohan Beach House. You know, my mind can only learn so many things. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but I find that my mind is just... It takes in the most bizarre things. Like, I've mentioned this on the show. Like, I can, at the drop of the hat, remember uh, that Kristen Takeman's line of nail polish was called Pop of Color. <laughs> famously, <laughs> famously a bad idea because the acronym for it is POC, which is also Persons of Color. <laughs> People of Color. What an idiot. What a dumb name uh, she chose for her nail polish. But I can remember that like it's my birth name or my birth date. Like, that just sits in my head, you know? And then other things, I can't remember at all. I mean, like, I learned things in high school, like in history class or or math. Like, I can't do math to save a life. Somebody asked me to divide the other day. (laughs) I could not divide. Like, Matt and I were trying to do this, our, our bills, and he, like, asked if I could divide, like, two very simple numbers. And I was like, can't do it can't do it. <laughs> He's like, what's 24 divided by two? I'm like, I'm not sure. Unclear. I refuse to remember that, but I will remember that The Real Houses of New York did a cast shakeup in season four, after season four, and they got rid of Cindy Barship, Kelly Ben-Simone, Jill Zarin, and Alex McCord, and then brought in Carol Radziwill, Aviva Drescher, and Heather Thompson, Hala. Anyway, I want to bring Scott out to talk about the Lohan show, Beach Club or Beach House, unclear. He he's fantastic. He was on the show a while back doing Vanderpump with me. We're going to talk about this episode. And then afterwards, I'm going to break down The Real Houses of New Jersey because we have to talk about that too. Melania debuted her song, which I love when one of those Judice girls debuts a song. Do you remember when Gia at Melania's birthday party started singing about her broken family? I mean, those girls hit you where it hurts. Now, Melania's new song is... One of the lyrics is, we ain't chasing boys, we chasing checks. And if that's not something that's made for a pillow, like I need to see that embroidered on a pillow immediately on my couch. I want it in a coffee mug. I <laughs> think it's a lesson for us all. Do not chase boys, chase checks. If I can, if <laughs> I can impart any wisdom via Melania's new song, it's that you should be chasing checks, not chasing boys. Words of wisdom. 
also just as powerful as Gia's song when she was talking about her broken family. But we're going to talk all about that after the Lohan recap. So please stay tuned. Before uh, I get to Scott, I want to say please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. If you want bonus episodes and you want to support this podcast, please head on over to patreon.com slash everything iconic. For $4 more per month, you get access to all the bonus episodes. There's a Kelly Clarkson pop dive. There's a comeback pop dive. There's Housewives of New York recaps. Also, last week, I did a recap of Atlanta and New Jersey for Patreon. And that I put up, <clears throat> excuse me, that I put up on there for free. So it's, you don't have to pledge any money or anything. You can go listen to that from last week. I want to thank Samsung Technologies for sponsoring the show. Let's bring out Scott Evans, talk Lohan, and then New Jersey afterwards. Okay, guys, I'm here with my friend Scott Evans. Scott, how are Hi. you doing? I'm good. How are you, Dan? I'm so glad you're back. Now, we did. We talked about Vanderpump Rules last season. Yes, we did. And we uh, did it, I think, in the afternoon. So we had, like, drinks with us. Right. I not can today. pour you a drink if you want. Well, it's 11 a.m., so I it's, think I should It's 5 o'clock it. somewhere. Well, but not here. I literally got out of bed five minutes ago. <laughs> you're a night owl. Well. Scott. Tell me about, you're watching Lindsay Lohan. You texted me about the show. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, you have to come on this show to talk about it. Absolutely. Because we like all the same trashy TV. Right. Did you fall in love with the show right away? Like the first episode? Um, the first episode, it was good. Like I, Panos, is that how you say his name? Yeah. He, um, <laughs> he is going to be good TV. I like live you can just Panos. tell. It's like, okay, all right. And then this past week, it was like, he was even more intense. It was exciting. Yeah. I think this, the first episode I loved. I really loved it. But then this episode was when I was finally like, okay, like this is a season pass show. Like I'm not oh, going to miss it. You got to stick with it. Like they really like leaned in and they found one of the best TV villains I've seen in some time with Brent. I could not believe this episode. Like the first episode I was like he's going to be a mess. He's kissing the the clients and he's you know making the money and he's right. yelling at people and he's being the alpha male and then this week it was like like ooh, full reality TV ooh, monster. Tequila. It's like Tequila Katie. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like it's a nightmare. I saw people describe him as the low hand version of Jax. Like he's oh like the Jax for the show. Like, it, could he even be worse? But like it's he, just... yes, I think he is worse because he's smarter than Jax. Oh, like doesn't he? God. He seems like he's not dumb, and he's got thicker eyebrows. He's got thicker eyebrows, but he's not like a dumb. Like I think like Jax. Sometimes he Jax can be like evil, manipulative, all those things. But Brent is those things, but like in a more calculated way. Or oh like, yeah, he's more. I don't know. It's scarier to me. Well, he can push the buttons. I, oh my god, that little conversation with like the blonde. What's her name? Jules. When he was just like, well, first of all, blondes aren't you. You know, I'm not into blondes. So the first day, I was like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. And that was like the first day. And then this episode, we're gonna go through the episode okay. like scene by scene. All right. Um, they open this week. We open with kind of a rehash of last week. So it was like I even was watching the episode and I was like, wait, is this last week's episode? Because yeah. They were like doing a heavy, a heavy uh, a rehash. Well, of and last Billy, week. I, do I even remember Billy from the first episode? No, there was like a few people. I, I think there was like a lot of people. It's like that Sir Cast photo they show in the beginning. You're in like, beginning. oh, that's a. a and then character. by the end of the season, you're like, oh, that's who that, that is. That's the lead, yeah. <laughs> but this episode, yeah, we learned Billy. I don't remember him at all from last season. Mm-mm. And you asked me before we were recording, is Mike by Mike the only like gay or bi- whatever? Yeah, LGBT and. I don't think so. Like, I was watching an interview with the cast on, like, page six or something, and there was a gay there, but I was like, I don't think we've seen him on the show yet. I mean, and Aristotle is straight? <laughs> I think. Mm. I don't know. He did rub that man's feet. He did. <laughs> Everyone has a story different as night and day, and everyone has their own journey. 
So they're all at the beginning of the episode where they're talking about this house and they said there was like a voiceover. They said, we put them all in this nice house to show them what it's like if they work for the Lohan brand. And it's like, well, wait, are they going to be housing these people? Like this, this setup of the show is a little confusing to me because I'm like, are they getting rid of some of the cast members? Are they going to Well, be and like- on top of that, it's like, if you're putting them there, like, let's see how serious they are about working for the Lohan brand. It's like, don't put tequila in the house. Don't put it there. You're making good TV. This is on purpose. <laughs> right. Like, let's not try to trick ourselves. And- you know, they have like their serious uh, employees, like the real bartenders. They're like, you're not living in that house and you're not allowed to drink. You show up, do all the work. <laughs> These are the pretty faces that are going to be the drunks. <laughs> and then Panos, who I live for Panos, he just said, we didn't bring them here to have a vacation. And it's like, yes, we did. We, you 100% we did. did. You put them in a vacation house with alcohol. <laughs> they're like- living a vacation. <laughs> Go drink with people and get them to spend money. That's like what I do on vacation. Right. Right. Have you been to this area? Have you been to I've never uh, been to Greece. They, Greece? Yeah. I've never been. I had to think about where they were. Well, and then the whole fish thing, it was just, she was like, it's a very small island. I was like, is the, is you have to buy the fish like whole and chop it up yourself no. and eat the eyeball? There Can you scenes, get it like a little deboned? There were scenes in this that were like a thriller. Like <laughs> oh, it was like that the scenes with the fish like was shocking to me. We'll get there. Um, but the theme song I'm living for, like that. I when I heard it, I was like, she is not using this song. She but is. Is she is. She is, and it's perfect. It's the best theme song for my money since maybe like uh, the Hillary Duff song for The Hills. Oh, or which, uh, the Laguna Beach, which was also incredible. Right. Yeah. Amazing. The Hills was more Natasha. than Natasha Betting oh, yeah. for The Hills, but I mean, it's fantastic. That, which was, is also coming back. You're gonna have a lot to talk about. <laughs> no. So then Lindsay arrives with someone who was wearing a fanny pack around his chest. And Lindsay was dressed like a candy cane, like when they entered the scene for this oh, episode. Last, Did you oh, notice? This latest episode. The latest episodes. Yeah. It was like the fashions. I'm having trouble wrapping my head around. Well, in all like the opening scenes, and it was like literally the opening scene, she's in like those those deep blues. And I remember thinking, I was watching, I was like, this, I was like, she's wearing, these are good colors for her that she's wearing. And all of a sudden, she was in that like red and pink thing where her skin tone is kind of a mixture of the two candy cane stripe colors. <laughs> the outfits are insane. And the confessionals, it's like sometimes she's on the resort, she's dressed like really loose sometimes like it'll be just like a, a smaller you know sundress or something yeah, and then very comfortable and then in the confessional she'll be in like a button up all the way to the top showing no skin she's a boss and then the makeup is all over the place there were some like the one of the her confessional looks with like the super red eyes and like a pink a pink lip listen i'm not one to know about makeup right. but i know that like she looked like a little bit of ebola break right i'm now. wearing rouge right now and oh yeah like, i mean i got it five minutes ago but always have time for rouge <laughs> And then they keep flashing back every time they show Lindsay. They're flashing back to like paparazzi shots, and I love that they have that. They're using that footage. Oh, I can't. Well, I can't even handle it in the first episode. Come on, when she was talking about the girl wearing the bra to meet her boss, and she goes, <laughs> she goes like, "I'm not going to show up to my meetings with Steven Spielberg like in a bra." I was like, "Oh no, oh, I'm not one to judge." But <laughs> do you think that is just how many meetings do you think Lindsay's had with Steven Spielberg throughout the years? God, you know. I wouldn't be surprised if she'd had had one, like but around, I don't think around. I don't think she, she was an age where she was wearing bras, right? Right. So I don't think that would have been an issue. What year do you think this was? Like that she <laughs> honestly, like how old is Lindsay? I, I'm actually. She's like my our age ish. Are we our age? She was, I think she was. I, I think. I think you're a couple of years older. She was born in 85, I think, or 86. Okay. So I think she's my, I was 85. Right. Oh, that could yes. be our age. Oh, right. She's a millennium. <laughs> or a millennial. Oh, she's millennium. <laughs> Great. Old men. They also kept showing, did you notice when they would show like the Polaroid pictures 
I don't know if you caught this, but they were showing that her and Panos, like, have known each other for years. And they're, like, old ones. And they were showing, like, random Polaroids. But one was just a Polaroid of, like, (laughs) her with a cigarette and, like, Panos was behind her with a big glass of wine. And it (laughs) was, like, in the same club. (laughs) It was, like, the most bizarre. (laughs) They found it later. Polaroid that was, like, why are they showing this? Like, what? It was to show that they've known each other forever. But then it was just, like, Lindsay with a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't even talking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they, like, didn't even know each other. She's, like, can I call Oprah? Should I use this picture? (laughs) Did you ever see the pictures of Lindsay and Vanessa Lachey? With no. oh my god, Scott Vanessa Lachey was she Lachey when she was taking she pictures was not, of Lindsay? So no, but was they, it Manila. It was the darkest photo shoot ever. Like they literally got back after a club and they're taking photos with knives. And it's literally like there's like at home, like there's in the kitchen, in the kitchen, and they have like cigarettes in one hand and like very large kitchen knives in their other hands, and they're trying to be sexy. And so like Vanessa Lachey, what was her old Manila? Manila, right? Yeah, she has like the the tip of the knife's like by her mouth, and she's trying what? to look sexy. They're like so fucked up. And the fact that Vanessa Lachey is now, like, rehabbed her image and she's in, like, fucking Hallmark movies and stuff. <laughs> like, literally, like, family woman of the year. Somehow they got these photos, like, erased. You could still find them on the internet if you oh, Google. You could find anything. You could Google uh, Lindsay Lohan, Vanessa Lachey, knives. I will be doing that. And I'll post <laughs> but it's, it. There's, like, five photos. And they're the crazy. They're so fucked up. And it's actually, like, it's um, it's past the point of funny where it's just, like, really dark. Was it like what year was this? Were they taking it like with their sidekicks? Like probably, yeah. I, I think it was like a little after. I would say I would guess like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Oh my god, that was quite a year. I mean, it, it was, and now Vanessa's like a you know a mother distancing herself. <laughs> <laughs> but the best though, my point was they have cigarettes in one hand. <laughs> I mean, that sounds perfect. And now that Vanessa's a mother, she can bring her baby there. We we learned in this episode, it's a family place. Right, it's a family, which none of us had any idea. It's a family place. Kids also, running around. <laughs> also, just speaking of cigarettes, Billy and, uh, what's his name, Brent, were smoking cigarettes. And I always say that a, a good reality TV star is willing to smoke on camera. Well, they need to go have smoke breaks so they can have talks. Right, right. About the other people. Right. I love I can't, that. Well, and I love the setup of the house. It's perfect if they can go outside and think they're having a private conversation and everybody else is listening in. Right. They're listening perfectly in. <laughs> Heard every fucking word. And meanwhile, all these people at the house that are these workers, they're all saying how they want to learn from Lindsay. They want to learn. They're like, we. this whole episode, they're like, we want to learn from the best. While I'm here, I want to learn. And it's like, do you want to learn from her? Like, she's not someone you should want to well, learn from. Well, it's like they watch Vanderpump Rules and they're like, this is what I'm supposed to say, the opportunity. I want to learn from Lisa. It's like, they're not. This is not. Just like, how many mugshots? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm trying to go through the episode, but it's not working because everything's just flashing in my head. Did you see when Lindsay, there was like a shot where Lindsay was like at the resort and she just went to one of the VIP tents or whatever, uh, what are those beds? And she pulled off a sheet and she said, What's this? We're not poor. Did you catch the that? blue thing? Like, what was it? And well, she was like picking it up. They wanted to show her, like, what, cleaning up? And there was no explanation. She's no. like, We're not poor. No. <laughs> I thought, what is this? Well, and the whole thing being called like Lindsay Lohan's beach, it's beach house, right? Or is it beach club? <laughs> it's beach house. I've Googled the this like house 50 the times. I've Googled it 50 times and I still am confused. I think it's beach club. Okay. The name of the show is beach club. Yeah. The show is beach club. Wow. Well, I've never been. Is this like a big destination, like vacation spot? I mean, I know Mykonos is, but enough to like really have a place. <laughs> I don't know. Scott, we have to talk about a scene that really really drew me in. This was at the beginning of the episode. Lindsay arrived to the resort. She gathered everyone around, all these kids, and she said, I want us to write our goals on paper. Yes. And so they handed out paper, 
and everyone wrote their goals. The goals were all, then they all mixed up the papers. So, like, everyone wrote their goal. They mixed them all up as if it was a game of like fucking apples like to apples. They were going to guess something. whose paper was whose. <laughs> it was very bizarre that they all just like mixed them up. And then they started reading them. And they were all like such basic, like, I want to rule the world. I want to personally grow. take over Mykonos and then take over the world. <laughs> okay. I want to improve my work ethic. And it's like, you're working with Lindsay Lohan. Um, but then <laughs> they all were reading them. And Lindsay took Brent's piece of paper, and she just said, I'm saving this for later. What did that mean? I don't know. What did that mean? It made no sense. It was like a lot of these cutaways with Lindsay. It's like, they're little clues that I feel like we're going to have to put together. Well, and then Panos tried to, like, give a throwback to it to hers. was like, I'm putting this away for later. And I was like, I don't understand this joke. What am I missing? (laughs) And she's like, I'm going to remember you said that or something? Or is she trying to flirt with him? That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, is this a flirtatious move? Like, she's, like, saving it for later because she likes him? Like, she likes the She's trying to flirt. It's not working. That's why she's like, he can go. Get him out. (laughs) It's all so bizarre. Yes. And then, you know, they're reading Aristotle, said he had social anxiety, and Lindsay's like, well, um, you know, why do you, uh, you seem so personable. And he's like, well, I'm good one-on-one, but, you know, I have social anxiety. And she just goes, fuck them all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. They had subtitles for that, too. Wait a minute. But, like, also, social anxiety, he works in a gay bar, he said, like a gay club. Yeah. That is, like, you can't work in a place like that, in that environment, and have social anxiety. Like, I go there and have social anxiety, and you have to be there. Did he work at the, is he the one that worked at the Abbey? I looked like Revolver. Mm. Not that I, I go to those bars. And then, wait, did Mike, one of them worked at the Abbey, I think. Was it uh, by Mike? Uh, Mike, I don't go, I haven't been to the Abbey in a long time, and, so I, and I don't know him. I don't know, but that whole scene where she's like giving them life advice, and I'm thinking like, what the fuck are we all doing? Like, everyone's sitting here listening to her give life advice. Well, she like calls Oprah and asks. I can't believe they don't like... <laughs> Ble- like blur the name out she used it so many times is she allowed she, to can they use did. that name and likeness she really did mention oprah like multiple times multiple times yeah She's like, i have her on speed dial oprah's like gets her number changed every day <laughs> she did also in interviews she's like mentioned people are I, I don't know if it was watch what happens live or what they were like when's the last time you talked to oprah she's like well i text her every month or something like that it's like <laughs> what the fuck is happening it's her assistant what do you think oprah and gail oprah and gail just laugh about oh, it when they're like our poor Lindsay. <laughs> So she's giving them life advice, and then uh, she t- takes uh, Brent's piece of paper, and then Lockies, the VIP gay, shows up. Yes. And, oh, yes. Oh, God. And he's the one with the hats and the oh, dogs. Yes. He was wearing a very big hat, and then he also had, like, layers underneath the hat of, like, scarves. There was something. There was, I guess it's fashion. It was very high drama. <laughs> yeah, it I was super high drama. Well, then, like, the washing the feet. Well, and to get him to spend money, he orders a pineapple juice. It's like, is this going to be just this client that they bring in that does not drink and is just a nightmare? Yeah. He was, was kind of funny about the dogs, though. Did he make some funny comment? He was like, don't talk to them because they don't understand anything. He was so bizarre. It was very I bizarre. I mean, he was so bizarre. And Brent and Aristotle were assigned them. And also, did you find it weird? It was like, so Lindsay was like, Brent and Aristotle, you're going there. And our, that was the moment where I was starting to think, like, are we, is this a prostitution ring? Because last week, the like girl, Lindsay, threw the VIP girl, Brent, and was like, go please her. You See, know? this is what I was thinking. And then I was like, but then why would she pick Aristotle? They wanted them to do anything for him. Send the bi gay guy. <laughs> like, they sent. But maybe the, I feel like Lindsay to is. To test like, them to see how far they would go. Maybe. I don't but know. I also feel like toxic masculinity really came oh. out, though. He was the worst. It's so gross. He just was like, oh, how t- he's on his knees, washing his feet. It's like, 
He's like, I would never stoop that yeah. low. I love the flashback, though. Like, shout out to the editors. The flashback. The he's like, I would too. never do something. He's just making out with her, like, on top of her. <laughs> the producer and the his producer, oh, yeah. was like, <laughs> I love was like, but was. wait a minute. Didn't you just? And he's like, well, whatever. He's like, and, well, uh, it was the hot girl. And I could have got laid. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I bet you're going to go boycott Gillette. Like, <laughs> God. He's the worst. Yes. But I love when they keep a producer voice in. Oh, it's the best because you know that it's you know that it's important and you know that it's throwing some kind of shit. I mean, I will say, like, I hate Brent. He's a complete monster. The worst human I've ever seen on TV. But on some level, it was like some of the things that uh, Aristotle, or, he was going by Ari at some points. Yes. Did you notice that? And then I heard the Mike gay bye guys call him Stottle. So what are we calling? So I here? think Ari is what Lindsay called him. The TV show calls him Aristotle, and then people are starting to call him Stottle. A lot of the names are still as he keeps his shirt off. He's gorgeous. He's oh, good his, looking, yeah. he is good looking. Uh, but some of the things he was doing with this Lockies guy was a little bit like when they were doing those fucking gymnastics. Well, he was like fall into my arms. <laughs> it was like it was like it was people trying to flirt and like not working. I've been that there. was amazing. That was amazing though when they were doing those like. <laughs> When he was like lifting the airplane, what is like, that? Like they, they called airplanes, right? Or he had his knee on his knee. The, the guy seemed gym, uh, athletic, <laughs> acrobatic. Lockies was fucked up on something, but it didn't seem something like was alcohol to me. Well, pineapple juice and <laughs> probably G. <laughs> Lockies also had a tag coming out of one of his <laughs> no hats or scarves or something like there was for sure because I paused it around it. There was oh, for sure a tag, shit, like I a Nordstrom's tag or something that was falling off. I need to know. All, you're picking up on all these things that I'm missing. I gotta go back. I know. Well, look, I take crazy notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, and the tag, I mean, how could you miss that? But so did you think Ari was Aristotle, whatever the fuck we're calling him? Do you think he was doing things he shouldn't have been doing? Or do you think he should have done all that shit? Listen, I was actually just having this conversation with somebody. I used to work at a gay bar in West Hollywood, and I would make really great tips at night. I'm not going to wash anybody's feet, but it is, if you want to, you will make, I I don't think I'd suck a toe if I wasn't getting paid. Um, Well, I wouldn't do it if I wasn't getting paid. Well, that sounded bad. Um, No, but like you find yourself, I I just, you know, you've, there's a lot of flirting and a lot of, you know, things that you might not necessarily do. This is sounding worse and worse. I'm not like making out or washing feet. So what you're trying to say is you suck But if you want to make money, if you're told by a boss, especially like make this client happy and you're at a beach, club especially like feet 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 are there i wouldn't do it at a bar but you gotta do it why not i mean i i'm curious what the tip is they haven't showed us that yet because on below deck i always like at the end of the episode they'll be like oh we got a eighteen thousand 18 large right yeah (laughs) that was a good captain thank you (laughs) hey we gotta eat i'm not gonna do it again remember when captain lee was like i'm gonna eat that ass for dinner (laughs) (laughs) captain would you like some dinner no I'm going to eat somebody's ass for dinner. Oh, my God. Oh, I loved it. Uh, But yeah, so we get to know the tips. And so I'm curious, what are these people making on tips on Lohan's beach house or resort or whatever? They're only showing like a very brief moment in time at the club actually working. Like we don't really see anybody else. They like walk around and sell money. But like, do they get paid hourly? Are they? They need to clear a lot of this up going forward because I feel like there's a lot of confusing things like who's in the cast how much money are they making like how much time are we going to be spending at the club yeah like are they waitresses like are they taking right. orders at bars and bringing drinks or are they walk around saying hey buy a bottle and if you do you get a tip <laughs> what like, was that, that was hey buy a bottle <laughs> that was my jewels <laughs> also though like what are their costumes are different all the time too did you notice that the first day was it a theme it was like Grecian yeah they were, like white but it doesn't really separate set them apart yeah 
I don't know. It was confusing. Who There's knows? a lot of confusing stuff. And then also, I, I need to know, like, how much time am I spending with Lindsay and her friends? And then how much time is it going to be with the, the young kids? Or right. They're showing us, like, her at home. Is it kind of the same, like, algorithm as Vanderpump Rules? Like, sometimes we see Lisa having dinner with Ken, but then... Kind of. I just feel like Vander... Maybe because we're just... I'm used to Vanderpump because I've been watching for so many years. Yeah. I think this well, one, it's I'm just... a perfect show. It's the perfect show. But I'm just a little confused. But I still love this low hand. Oh, yeah. Um, but so Sarah is into Brent at the beginning of the episode. And yes. they're they're trash, but Brent is trash. And I was so mad at first at the beginning when she was like, I'm into him. But, you I, know. Yeah, I wanted to choose Billy, who I didn't even know who he was until this episode. Billy was so cute, <laughs> he too. So sweet, but he was, like, whispering all quiet. Like, he was going behind Brent's Right. And Brent is completely overstepping his manager, the managing boundaries. Oh, yeah. And Lindsay's right off the bat a little bit nervous about it. Uh, and we see Lindsay meet with Panos, mm-hmm. and this was the one FaceTime of, meeting. Or no, the no, the, remember when they at the they were at the resort? Or Lindsay was sitting down at the resort. Oh, maybe for the it was baby, Panos right? for the yes. baby. No, and the baby that was oh. one of the scariest scenes I've ever she seen. She like threw. She was like, "Yeah," and you were like, "Don't, don't throw my baby." <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with her around babies at all. Like no. after that Instagram live, I don't think we need to see her with babies. Also, shocking that babies are even at this resort. Like. It's wild. Like, where's, where's your ID? She mentioned that, like, it's a resort for families and everything last week. <laughs> Which is, I was not seeing that. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> but, but it's like, if it's a resort for families, then, like, why are you throwing your staff at the VIP girl and telling them to fuck her? <laughs> well, to make a family. <laughs> That's true. Fourth club. <laughs> but seeing her grab that baby at 3 p.m., I got so nervous. <laughs> she asked to hold it, and I was, like, on the edge of my fucking seat. I don't like this at all. She seemed to really like babies. I don't want her. I'm worried about her around any baby. Oh, like any baby, like any any baby she's even related to. Like I, holding my niece and nephews, like I get scared. And she right. just grabbed this random baby and was like, peekaboo, <gasps> like throwing it in the air. Right. And his father was like, you know, they showed him smiling, but he was I, smiling, I bet he wasn't. He, on the inside, he was dying. He do was you, dripping sweat. Do you watch 90 Day Fiance? I don't. There's this couple, there's this guy on there who was like, He's very, uh, something's, I think something's wrong with him. Like, so, he's something's up and he's not good with children. Um, his name is Asuelo. And I always worry he'll like hold the baby like on his shoulders or something. And every time I watch it, I get scared he's going to like drop the baby because he's all not there in the head, I don't think. Ugh. And I literally get nightmares about him like dropping his baby. And that's how I felt with Lindsay. I was like, just, it, it was like working me up in a way that I don't care for. Yeah. No more, no more families. Yeah. I wrote in my notes at this point in the episode. Does Lindsay still have Brent's list of goals? <laughs> she kept it. I want to know where she put it. I mean, would they show us that little clip if she didn't, if she isn't planning on bringing it back later? Like maybe next week he does something and she's like, you said you wanted to take over Mika Nose. You're not. <laughs> Last week I talked about her sex list. Did you ever see that? No. She like released her sex, like somebody leaked oh. her sex list. Wait a minute. I feel like I do remember this. You remember this? Yeah. Somebody leaked her sex, sex list, and then she confirmed it and said it was like part of her therapy to write down all the people she fucked. Oh, it was people she had had sex with? How many people were on the list? There was like 30 or something. Okay. And there were all these famous men. It was like uh, Jamie Dornan, Orlando Bloom, Zac Efron, James Did Franco. anyone deny it? No, I think a couple people maybe confirmed it. Benicio Del Toro. Oh. It was like an insane list. Ryan Phillippe. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I mean, they were. I mean, good on her. Good on her. Some of them were like literally asshole her. men, you know, like the like James Franco or something. But um, 
I don't know. It was interesting. You need to look it up. I'm going to. I have somebody look. Somebody needs to look up the know, knife pictures. You, uh, you need the knife pictures with Vanessa <laughs> Prelachey. So we see, we see Billy going after Sarah. I'm into this coupling, but again, I was mad at her for still being into Brent. And Billy said he lets women in the driver's seat at the beginning of a relationship, and I like that. Well, he was like he had. What did he have a moment? He was like he was like you know I like to let women know. But they need to let me know that they know that I know that they know. Like, it was like a back and forth. It was kind of like, okay, so what do you, what is this? It was like a friend's moment. Like, they don't know. We know they know. That's my favorite episode of Friends with Phoebe. Oh, my my boyfriend's never seen it, and we're watching it from the beginning. We're in season three and getting into, like, the Uh, meat. We're on the break. We're on, like, the Ross and Rachel We were on a break. Yeah, oh, yeah, we're there. Anyway. Oh, that's amazing. So then, meanwhile, while this is going on, we have Brent being a complete asshole. Just when we thought he couldn't be more of a monster, he said that uh, Sarah, he was proud, first, he was with Sarah, and he said he's he thinks she looks better without makeup. And I hate when people say that. Did you catch that? Well, I think the way he said it, too, he was just like, you almost look better without makeup, I think he said. Right. Than you do with makeup. Like, Not like you do, it's like you almost look better without makeup than you with makeup. And it's like, wait a minute. Such a fucking asshole. What a prick. I also hate when men, like, assume that ever that women want to know what they think about how they look without asking totally. do you know what i'm saying totally there was um lisa renna had like posted something uh, some meme i made online you know and so all these people like comment on it and they tag me in it you know and some guy, there was like a lot of people one guy was like you need to stop with the fillers his name was gary <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, you need to stop with the fillers right now. Listen to me. And I'm thinking in my head, like, she didn't give a fuck what you think, yeah, Gary, for, from for wherever. Who? Yeah. It was like, she'll do whatever. Like, let women do whatever the fuck they want to do. And if anything, like, let their husband decide. Like, if their husband says, oh, I like, if they ask their husband, do you like my hair long or short? Let the, the husband can ask. But for random straight men, sometimes they think they have, they're allowed to just be like, I like you better like this. Yeah. You look better like you. this way. It's like, uh, gay men can say that. Yeah. Like, there's some of my girlfriends, I'm like, please wear a high ponytail. You look so much better than when your hair is down. But then he also call, he also says something. Doesn't he say, like, she needs to lose, like, seven pounds or something? Yeah, he was like... Which, it's like, first of all, what the fuck are fuck you talking you, about? Her body is, like, dynamite. Let's talk about this. He said all the girls were, like, twos, twos? and she was a five. Like, and fuck you. Is that the term? Is that the correct term for that? Isn't hall pass, like, when you're getting married and you can sleep and with someone? And you can fuck someone else, yeah. yeah. I don't know what... I've never seen the movie where they do the hand thing. No. But he, like, such a... Like, the things he was saying, they were all listening. And I was actually getting mad because the girls were listening to him say all these awful things about them. And I was getting mad. I was like, somebody needs to go over there and, like, fucking punch him in the face. Well, somebody needs to sleep with him and just see just how tiny right. his That's a good idea. little weenus is. But I, just some of the... Everything that he was saying in this moment. And I was also getting mad. Who was he talking to? Was it Billy? Yeah. And I was getting mad. Like, why didn't the guy say anything? Like, And those girls are all gorgeous. Like, the girls that are in the house. Well, like, if I was Billy, I wouldn't tell him to stop either. I'd be like... I'm getting, this is great. Good this is all recorded. No, this is all recorded. I'm not, That's this is, true. this guy's digging his own grave. And he know he probably could see the girls upstairs. He probably could hear them talking. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I thought, he, finally, Sarah goes up and she just pours the alcohol over his yeah. head. And like stood there for a while. She stood there for a while. And I was so thrilled. It made me so fucking happy that Sarah did this. And then she walked like, she did it. It was like very slow motion, and he just took it. I was surprised he kind of just I mean. took he it. He like didn't even move. Yeah. And who? And someone else threw a drink too. Was that maybe Janita? Janita? I think so. Like, and they didn't like each other at first, right? No, or, 
I like I Scott. I got so happy during this scene because they didn't <laughs> like each other at first, and then they literally did this like thing to this asshole, and then they walked away hand in hand. Oh yeah. Well, and then all the girls, even like May, who like was having the issues with Sarah, they're all inside just like laughing, and they're like, "Yeah, Ben suck." I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> I felt such power. a release. Oh yeah, it was so great. <laughs> and then Brent's just puking. Right. It's like good. He was puking on the side of the road. Like, what road was he on? They brought him out front. Like, isn't there toilets? Like, I, I, something. But they were out like on a road, and he starts going. Bring me towel, like he, like he's just still an asshole. Another thing though, I just didn't. That was like unexplained. Like, where I thought they were maybe trying to bring him to a hospital at first because I thought, why is he in the road? I don't know what they were trying to do, but you know, Mike's gonna try to do something one of these nights. If Mike's Mike, messy. Brick right? keeps getting that drunk. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. I liked how Mike was like, Aristotle, I dare you to get naked. I was oh, like, yeah. thank you, Mike. That's He's like, chug a beer or get naked and rub it on me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever met Mike? Did we talk about that? Did I don't think so. He, he looks, looks so- like somebody that I, that I can picture working in West Hollywood. I think it's a. It's a I can person. picture working in West well, Hollywood. Well, it's a guy that works at I think Fiesta, and he looks exactly like him, but I don't think it's him. Yeah, it might be. I Is want him you? to team up with the girls and hating Brent. I mean, it seems like he doesn't like Brent, but I want him to like. You know how the girls were in that room talking about Brent. Yeah, I want him to go in there and just like join forces. Well, forces. He, well, he wants to join forces with them, and then so he can go like you know be there to cry. Brett into his shoulder. Wait, are you attracted to Brent? 
No. At all. No, I mean, not not even looks about like when, you, when I first before saw him. you no. heard him talk. He's not. I'm not my. Who would you most want to sleep with on this show? Aristotle, Ari, Toddle. I I guess Toddle. Um, <laughs> I guess him. Like now that like he's like talked and whatever, he seems like super sweet. But like yeah. when they first were on, I oh God is bad. I guess I was. I would say Mike. Something about Mike. I like his thick body. Interesting. But my boyfriend Liz. You heard it here first. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> so then we also see a scene of Lindsay cooking dinner, and this was where she was referencing Oprah again. And she's just with a bunch of gays cooking fish. She made like a really weird Martha Stewart joke. Did you catch that? It didn't make sense. Didn't make any right? sense, and they all fucking laughed. I'm not Martha Stewart. <laughs> I've been to jail. It's like, she has. <laughs> didn't make, she has been. Scott, I rewound it four times, because I was like, what the fuck did she just say? Like, what is this joke? And they just all died laughing. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. And then at one point, like I had, I thought someone was knocking. So like I peeked my head out the other room and so I missed what was going on. And then I saw her give a gay a pill. <laughs> oh yeah. You came back and he I was swallowing. He was like, just I, take it. He was like taking a pill and I was like, what's going on? Like, and I, I don't know what it was. I didn't rewind that part. It was an eyeball. Was, so it was an eyeball. Oh yeah. Like they, they literally like, they Wait. showed them cutting the head off the no. fish and he, she was like, eat the eyeball. And that's why he took it and was like, do I have powers now? Cause I ate a fish eyeball. Wait, he. Literally, they had the, the full, eyeball. They had fishes wrapped in saran wrap. That I'm just like this. You can't like buy this like deboned or something. Oh I don't God. know. How, I wouldn't know how to take bones out of a fish. Like I don't. I'm not. Well, Lindsay that said, handy. "Well, we're in Greece." Yeah, when she's <laughs> like, "When in Rome?" Here. It's like, "No, Lindsay, we're in Mykonos." <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> Give me an eyeball. Wait, so he just ate the fucking eyeball? Yeah, I literally thought he took like ecstasy well, or something. I was like, like what's going on? Yeah, without, if he was the only one, that would be a rough night for him. Yeah. But like, isn't aren't they supposed to be like a delicacy? Like fish eyes? I don't know. Me I don't either. eat. Sea- I don't eat seafood. Me neither. Yeah, I'm allergic to a lot of that. Um, do you want more of Lindsay at home? I do. I need more. Like when they would like Facetime her, I wanted to know where she was. Like when right. uh, Panos was talking to her, I want to see more of her. Like, what is she when she's like, "I'm a boss. I'm a boss." I'm like, "What do you? You are a manager right now." I want to see like, yeah. what are you a boss? I was expecting to get a little more Lindsay. I wasn't expecting for this whole show. I wasn't expecting to get a ton of Lindsay, but I was expecting more than we're getting. Well, I'm hoping that it's sort of like how we felt about Vanderpump Rules at first. Like, I think when we all watched it, it was because like, oh, yes, I fucking love Lisa Vanderpump. She has her own show. And let's see her like run her business. And then the characters like developed, like we'll start to learn their names. Like in the beginning, like we didn't know who these people's name. We didn't know their names. And now it's like there are. I was going to print out pictures, like headshots of them. So we could, as we're talking, we can look. Because last week I was like, I don't know who the fuck's who. And now I feel like we know them. Oh, like I, I went through this morning actually and like fast forwarded to like see their names. and be right. like, that's Jules, that's May. Um, I did love, so Brent was a mess and he was throwing up on the side of the road. And at one point, like Mike was carrying him and Brent's belly was out and he just looked like he was like half asleep. And oh. I was just like, good. I'm so glad that we're getting this footage because he's such a fucking ass. Well, but then there was no remorse when he woke up the next day. Like he right. was still a dick at the meeting. Also, did you catch when he was sleeping like underneath the table? Yeah. And Mike was in there. He's like, I, I fell asleep for five minutes and I miss all the good stuff and he was like touching him I'm like don't do it Mike as much as I hate Brent I do think he's needed for the show and I don't know that the, he's like perfect for reality TV and like I don't want him to go anywhere at the end they were like doing this thing well he might get fired and I'm like they can't fire him like the show needs him well and it's like at this point like if he was to get fired like three episodes in the editors like probably wouldn't have included in this much they don't want us to get attached to somebody they're gonna get rid of do they no they, I mean, they're going to find reasons to keep him around, just like Vanderpump keeps Jax around. Yeah. 
But see, at least on Vanderpump, I think they can, they've been able to get rid of people from working at Sir and still keeping them around, like Kristen and Saucy. Oh, yeah, Kristen's still there. I don't know how they would do that on this show, though. Well, not yet. If they got rid of Kristen season one, she, she would have been fired. That would have been it. God, think of all the things we would have missed. So many good things. Wait, when did when did they fire her? It was like a while. I think in, it, right? it was in like season three or four when she told Diana to suck a dick. Was it? Oh my I remember god! She had, was she's she like, like Diana, stay out of this. She was suck like a dick. shaking, suck a dick, suck a dick. Oh, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was on Watch What Happens Live the other, last night or the other night, and they were. She was like the mess. She was voted like the messiest one. They did like this thing, and then she was saying she's a social justice warrior because they were. Andy was like, you know, somebody asked why you are so hung up on, you know, bringing James down. And she's like, well, I'm a social justice warrior. <laughs> it's like, also, what is with her t-shirt line? Why is it called James May? Did she ever explain that? <laughs> no. It's his no. name. It's like literally his name. I didn't. Wait. It's James. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. Who's May? Like, is it like her middle name? I'm just like, it's James. And it was a couple years ago. She was coming up with it when she was with him. She didn't change the name. Scott, I literally never thought of this. Like literally his name. That's crazy. And her shirts are just insane. I mean, at least the Everything will work do, out. It always has. Do you remember? It always has. What do you mean? <laughs> the old designs were way worse, though, because the, the grammar was all, all over the place. It was like no one proofread those it's designs. It's just like a basic girl's like living room. Like, live, love. <laughs> live, laugh, life, laugh. Life, laugh. Gather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it's tough. But I love, I love Kristen. And so we can't get rid of Brent. We need him yes. there. Uh, and I think... Doing this whole thing, like this, will they or won't they fire him? I think we just need to get rid of that idea. Like, let's just say that we're keeping him around. They got to keep him. He was, I just saw an interview in page six with the cast. Remember I said I saw some new person there. He was in that. And so he's going to be around. They wouldn't have him doing press for it. I think they'll keep like bringing, uh, we'll keep seeing new people. Like we didn't get Billy the first week. We got him this week to see like, you know, how the blogs respond, how people respond, who they want around. And new people are coming, I think, because there's that Kayla girl from the challenge who's coming at some point. Which girl? Her name's Kayla. She was on the challenge and she is messy and she's apparently like, I, I haven't been following. Some people have been sending me stuff she's saying online. Like, I have tea to spill on Lindsay and like all that kind of stuff. Oh, so wow. she's like, comes unless there's a possibility <clears throat> she was there and she was edited out maybe. Oh shit. And that's why she's coming forward. But she's coming forward <clears throat> and I need to reach out to get her on the show and figure this yeah, out. Yeah, you gotta get the tea. Um, so the next day though, Brent said he slept three hours, and then Panos showed up in that Rainforest Cafe romper. Like, I the, know. I think episode. I like, have that, but I ordered it online. It was like really cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it was very cute. Yeah. I could never pull off a romper. Have you ever oh, worn I, a romper? Oh, I own like three because I bought them for my trip to Hawaii, but then I put them on and I cannot pull off a romper. I have the shortest very torso. Few, very like, few people can't. Oh, stop. it's like not even a thing for me anymore. It'll never happen. I was so distracted. I mean, I, he was talking to Brent at some point and he said, <clears throat> you know, he with one on, they were trying to have a one on one. And then at one point, Pano said he needs four hours for a one on one. Yeah, like each. I thought, like, what the fuck's going <laughs> that on? That would be a nightmare. And then Brent completely walked off the job. So it made it seem like he was done. Yeah. It was very dramatic. Well, even in the meeting, and it was like, if he was like, I got three hours of sleep, it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. So that probably means if they were up that late, that means he was still probably drunk at that meeting. And that's why he was still a little belligerent. <laughs> he was an asshole. Yeah. He's always an asshole. He's though. an asshole. And then Panos FaceTime Lindsay, and I need her to be there. Yeah. Okay. Where is she? Where is Making she? Making us a small, she, she said, where are you? At home? catching those fish like this is you Wait, just got new people catching those fish did you ever see i keep bringing up I, I have another thing that you need to look up Lindsay fishing just google Lindsay fishing i have so many things <laughs> Lindsay <laughs> knives Lindsay fishing 
There's another. There's pictures of Lindsay with cigarettes and in one hand and a fishing pole in another. Why does she always? Is that like her prop? <laughs> now I'm like a Hollywood starlet. I, I am going to go buy and like just collect photos of Lindsay with a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, you need to make a. You can literally collage. find her doing everything with a cigarette. But yeah, there's these fishing photos. It's like she's got a beer and a cig in one. Like so, she's holding the beer with like, like deep sea fishing or like and you she's know, on a on boat. A dinghy. <laughs> she's on a boat like in the ocean or wow. you know some body of water and she's fishing with a fishing pole and then she'll like. I mean, there's so many. Are these like the golden years? The, these were more recent. Oh, wow. These were like maybe three or four years ago, I'd say. Wow. I don't know. But I want her to be there. And Lindsay, occasionally she'll have these astute observations. Like she said to Panos on the FaceTime that Brent is drunk and wants attention. <laughs> it's and like it was, brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was almost like she was explaining herself. Yeah. She's like, I've been drunk and need attention. Well, that's why she saved his list for later. She's like, we relate. It was. That was the episode. Like it so. was, I mean, it was, it was a lot. We need her there though, for real. We need her there. But I'm loving, I'm loving this cast of characters. I think they found a good It's exciting. Cast. I'm wondering like with, um, like, like, were we talking about this on or off? Is, is she drinking again? Is oh, her she, sobriety. Yeah. Because yeah. if, if she is, why aren't they showing her being maybe like drinking responsibly or whatever? Or if she isn't, if they're not showing it, is it part of like her probation, parole, it's whatever? Another it is? elephant in the room that it's like, what's going on with her sobriety? Like, Cause she, I, cause if, if she shows that, could she get in trouble? Is that like a thing? And I think, like, I was talking on the show last week, like, I don't know how appropriate it is to comment on someone's sobriety, but I, she's been so public about her sobriety struggles and stuff. Yeah. So I feel like we, it, having a show centered around her, I feel like we deserve to know like what's happening with her sobriety. Because I mean, Kayla, I don't where think, are you? I don't think it's, I don't think she's sober at all. Yeah. Which is fine if you're, you know, she's not totally deciding to be sober. But the problem it comes in when you are drinking and hiding it. That's like when you like, if you feel like you have to hide it for the camera, then you're drinking alone in your room and hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> I I need them to tell us. Like, there's all these things that it's like, I just need to know the setup. So the whole episode, I'm not like worried. Even the fucking thing with the baby. It's like, I feel like we should have at least acknowledged that she tried to steal a baby. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she, like the show needs to acknowledge that. Not the first that. time. Right. Like, like there, she, she got punched in the face last time, right? <laughs> Give show, me those kids. <laughs> showing us a scene of her holding baby. Like, I need them to flash back to her Instagram video. Like, just to know that the producers are aware that this happened. Because I feel like they're almost trolling us. It's like all I can think about, that video. It's just the most wild thing. Did it ever get explained, truly? It was never explained. And on the press tour, it's clear to me that they told whoever's interviewing her, they're not allowed to ask about it. God! Uh, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, that was a very dark time, and it was very recent. I feel like It was so recent! Wasn't it like a month ago? MTV is trying to hide it from us, and, and I don't like, appreciate it. the way she it. was talking, it was just like... It was... She's, it's fucked up, and it's un- completely unacceptable. Oof. And the fact that everyone's just moving on is insane. And so, on the scenes from next week, she also has one of those lines. Like, Alesso is coming to the resort and she had one of those throwaway lines where it's like what the fuck are you saying she said she feels like putin as she's i was gonna (laughs) i was just gonna say it was and my recording like paused (laughs) on that line and i couldn't remember what it was and she's like holding like some sort of gun or something right (laughs) i it's like one of the best parts of the show it's like you're like what the fuck's going on i feel like putin (laughs) 
I don't. And know. they always have to give her subtitles too, her which is great. <laughs> like, like we don't understand her. Her grasp of the English language is all over the place. I feel like Putin. <laughs> not- like, what does it mean? I don't know. I need to figure it out. And why do you feel like Putin? We need to know. We need answers. We don't get enough. Um, I didn't mention this too, but there was also the first Mean Girls reference in this episode. Mike said something about like, "You go, Glenn Coco." Oh, that's right. Mike, yeah. Oh, are they gonna? Oh my god! I just when I heard that, I was like, okay, so he is gay. Like that was like, like my first thought. Right. But now I'm realizing. So you're skeptical. You don't think he's bi? I, I, he could be bi. I, I don't. I won't say that. But I think, I think he's gay. <laughs> but you know who am I? Who am I to judge? I've, I've. Dealt have you slept with a woman? I have. Yeah. Um, a long, very long time ago. I'm very old. Right. Uh, Scott, now I want to talk a little bit about you. You're on Grace and Frankie. Yes, ma'am. How is that going? Um, good. Well, this... Speaking of mams, you are with two of the greatest mams. Uh, yes. I did not have any scenes with... Oh, we're talking about, uh, Jane and and Jane and Lily. Oh, I was talking about RuPaul. I'm just Yeah, RuPaul's on this (laughs) season. So three of the greatest mams. Right. (laughs) Um, yes, two of the greatest mams. A lot of... The majority of my, my stuff in this season that comes out this week, I don't know when this, or comes out... It's gonna be out tomorrow, so yeah. Jan- oh, okay. So it comes out the uh, this Friday. Watch it. Um, the majority of my stuff is with Robert and Saul, with Martin and Sam, which is just... I mean, I feel like Martin Sheen is my boyfriend sometimes. Like He's just oh like God. the sweetest, most incredible man on the planet. Um, not to discard that information, but... Do you see Jane and Lily like walking around set and stuff? Like, tell oh, yeah. me about them. Like, oh, what's uh, table reads? Like in general, like they, you can tell, like they truly are like best friends. I it's, love them. Oh, we sit there like they'll make jokes like to each other and like just back and forth quips, and it's like they are their characters in in the table reads. It's great. Have you heard anything about the nine to five sequel? Like, just- uh, I have not, and it's like all I can do when I like see them on set to not quote right. every single line from <laughs> that movie because I think me and my siblings watched it probably every day growing up. I can Did quote you really? Oh yeah. Um, I need more. I feel like they announced it, and it's like, I, what's going on? Um, for, for the night if I was equal. Right. I don't know. Um, while I have you here and I'm asking you about trying to get dirt, have you heard anything about the new event? You know about the new Avengers, your brother's Captain America. Yes. Like, what have you heard about the Avengers? Well, it's funny. Is it weird sometimes I, to think, like, oh, my brother's Captain America? It's like, it's weird. You know, it's, it's weird because I, I watch so many of the movies and it uh, there are there's very few times i can watch and like really truly get lost in him mm. in anything because it's like you know i still will always see like parts of him and i'm like ah there's that's right. that's chris like that's my brother um but with these movies it's like he's he truly has become like the the steve rogers like captain america and it's right. like watching it it's like you know it's the movies have evolved so much from his his first one which you know when you see like little chris which is also what i remember from growing up skinny little chris um, to now, it's like this. The movies as as a whole have have developed so much and grown so much, and just kind of watching him, it's really fucking cool. Um, I was just <clears throat> excuse me on my Instagram. I was celebrating Varsity Blues, and that led me to your brother's scene and not another teen movie, which I posted on my thing. Oh, which scene? And the whipped cream scene, you know, which like, I saw on the big screen with my whole family. Oh when my I god, was, was that so weird? Eighteen. That one of the scenes that made me gay. I remember like. Which I'm sure a lot of gays out there did, but anyway, his body looks totally different. He's like, he looks so, like such a baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that was like that was even still grown up. Yeah, he was my uh, my my mother just actually sent a picture of us at, at uh, our cousin's wedding from '99 with like, all the siblings, and he it's we all look pretty pretty insane. But so wait, is he is everyone dead in the Avengers? Or well, they're obviously I, not dead, I, right? I, 
I don't think I'm. Am I even supposed to know? I I know some like plot points of the next one, and yeah. I, I have so many friends that they'll be like, "Well, what do you know?" And I'm like, "Well, do you want to know?" And they're like, "No, don't tell me." Like it's you know. Yeah. I I mean I'm obviously I can't, I can't really kick it. Anyway, I feel like I could get How a dare you? that. How but, dare you? But I do know some things, and I know that the he has not seen the last movie yet. I I asked him that when I just. How many saw him more are there? Like, is, is there one more left? This is the last one that's coming out. Okay. I think it comes out in. May? April or May? Yeah. Or something. But yeah, this is like the final, it's called Endgame. He's like a good woke Chris. Like everyone on the internet like loves your brother because he's like woke. Oh yeah. Oh, totally. So tell him good job. He's doing, I mean, he's doing, he's doing great. (laughs) It'll be like little things. Like I'll send him be like, oh, look what's happening to like LGBT rights. And he's like, hold please. I'm like, you know, we'll go like tweet it. And I'm like, sweet. This is, you know. He's like great about, I mean, he's like such a, you too. Oh yeah. Amazing. But uh, the internet's turning on another Chris, Chris Pratt. Well, what did I just see? Is he engaged? He's engaged to Catherine Schwarzenegger, and he's doing that that Bible diet too, which is like um I don't even know I forget what it's called. There's a Bible diet. There's like a Bible diet. It's like what is it like uh, wine and bread? Which would be great. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, so tell me about RuPaul. RuPaul's on Grace. And oh, Drake. so RuPaul. I never, I never met him. Never had scenes or anything. But I, like I said, I, like, I think you asked me in a text, and I was just like, no, you better believe. I texted I, you. I, I was will, like, are you working with RuPaul? Yeah, I will tell everybody that this is my coworker. This is my colleague. You're we, your co-star. Oh, he, oh, yeah. God, water cooler talk. It's insane. Um, I met him on an airplane once. Not very nice to me. Oh wow! <laughs> very, why? Very. Well, very, how did you behave? Uh, uh, God, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. It was well, like a. Awful. It was like a very. You know when they say like, don't meet people that you. It was like one of those experiences like oh this is so upsetting because i love i love repulsive i had one of those with audrey mcdonald in a subway once and i think she didn't mind because not everybody was recognizing her at the time it was like she was like on broadway before like any tv she didn't mind like she was nice to you know that i was like freaking out and i saw her i like stopped still and i looked at her and she kind of just like shook her head yes to me and i was like i i love you so much and she was like super sweet about it so i loved it um RuPaul is not super sweet to me, but that's a tale for another time. Anyway, Scott, the last two questions, which I think I might have asked you on the last time you were on the show. Uh-oh. But what's your favorite Mariah Carey song? Oh, did you ask me this the last time? Do you ask? I, might you ask, I ask every guest. Um, but I don't know if I asked you. We did like an after. Well, show. I think I did. Uh, I think I said "Always Be My Baby" last time, just because it reminds me of this girl that sang it in the talent show when I was in like fifth grade that like, I loved. Her name was Amy. Yeah, yeah. Out there. Hey, Amy. Um, that one. But also, I don't even think I've heard the whole of this song, but the. The Mariah Carey, my new favorite snippet from all of the memes is, uh, how about you? Get the fuck out. I like, oh, I so can't handle those memes. They're it's so, so good. Me, my, me to my parents, I'm gay. My parents, <laughs> how, how about you? you? Get, get the, the fuck, fuck out. out. Uh, also, who would you choose for Sexiest Man Alive if you were choosing for People Magazine? Oh, hold you on. You can't can choose I, like your boy. It can has to I be like, like an user or someone. <laughs> oh my God. You were, you were about to say, I can't choose my boyfriend. Yeah, I, I wasn't mean, even going to, I wasn't oh. even going there. Wow. Um, I have, I have a list. I have, you have my, a list my list. Them? Yeah, like, come on. I just Holy watched the fact, Phantom of the Well, okay. Giovanni Rubisi was at the top of my list, but he's a Scientologist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I have my, my taste is, my taste is okay, insane. Keep going. Um, Ramin Karimlu, he's a Broadway guy. Julian Edelman on The Patriots. Phil Mattingly on CNN. Scott. Daniel Radcliffe. This list is insane. <laughs> Daniel Rat. Daniel fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> Listen, I have. Short, I mean, he's short, actually, short boys need love too. Daniel Radcliffe. I actually can see it. He's very sexy. Oh, There's something Daniel about Radcliffe. him. Yeah, I love I agree. him. Um, Scott, I love you. Thank you so much for doing the I show. I love you, Danny. Again, please come back all the time. Oh, where can people find you on social media? Oh, uh, on Instagram at Scott Evans Graham. On Twitter at the Scott Evans. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, guys, we got to talk about The Real Houses of New Jersey. Again, I'm still loving it. I think it's great. Atlanta, I'm like a little, I feel like it's a little snoozy. I've said that a million times, but I'm feeling it to be a little snoozy. Anyway, on New Jersey this week, I want to go through it quickly. So one of the main things was this winery. We had all the girls go to the winery. They all met at Jackie's house. Jen took a tour of Jackie's house. <laughs> she was like trying to be shady about it. And Jackie's house looked a little cold to me. We got like a little bit more of a tour than we ever have. It looked cold to me, didn't it? I don't know. So they all go to this winery and it was the saddest fucking winery I've ever seen. It was like them at a picnic table. I don't know that it was a winery so much as someone's backyard. Like what was that winery? It was so sad. And then it was just them there. Like no one else was there, but it didn't look like they were on some like gorgeous private tour. You know what I mean? It was just like someone's backyard at a picnic table. They poured them some barefoot, you know, what's that? <laughs> what's that cheap barefoot wine that I drink all the time? <laughs> barefoot, not barefoot dreams. Um, barefoot something. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. The point is, they were drinking some shitty wine in the backyard on a picnic table with a tablecloth. Like It looked like a tablecloth you could get at Party City. <laughs> it's like so sad. Teresa wasn't even drinking, which I'm tired of this Teresa not drinking thing. I know she's training for this weight-building competition. I don't need her doing that. Like I'm not interested in this weight-building competition. I need her drunk and fighting with these girls. The fact that she's spent the whole season not eating or drinking, it's like very boring, very uninteresting. And I need her drinking. Anyway, then Jackie and Jennifer get into a little fight, and then Jennifer and Marge get in a little bit of a fight. Jennifer like goes off about Marge and Marge Sr. like going after married men. It was very aggressive. And she's saying this. It, it, Jen said, I can't relate to people who have affairs with married men. And Marge was wow, 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 wow. <laughs> and then Marge said that Jen's husband sleeps in the pool house. And she's like, I saw a bed. <laughs> I don't know. It was, I like this Jen versus Margaret dynamic. I'm very excited. It's like a different kind of thing than we've seen on here. Very excited to see where it goes. I think it's going to be good at the reunion. But the a whole winery scene, it felt like it went nowhere to me. It felt like we were getting little shades of fights, but then they didn't seem to escalate too much. That, or the Marge versus Jen was the most escalation we saw. And then we see Teresa goes to Danielle's, and I don't know. Here's the thing. Teresa was talking about being with Joe after deportation, or after his prison sentence. (laughs) That was a slip of the tongue. But Teresa, in her confessional, says she's not even thinking about Joe being deported. She said, because that's negative thoughts. I'm not even thinking about it. And it's, like, so fucked up. I don't understand. I don't think that that's the best way of going about it, just pretending that he's not getting deported. But I have theories, and I don't know that this is true, but my theories are that she's no longer with Joe, and I feel like she just doesn't want to portray that for the TV. Like, I don't think, she, I, I, this is what I think. It could be wrong. Please don't, don't tweet me. <laughs> but I think that they're done in real life, and I think she's just pretending that they're together and that she's going to be with them. And I think she really doesn't care about the deportation. I don't think she's trying to not think about it because it's negative. I think she just genuinely doesn't care if it gets deported because I think they're done. Because, have you heard, it seems to me that she doesn't seem to visit him a lot, which I know it's far away. I know, that's just my theory. Hopefully I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I I don't want people to get divorced or anything like that. But that's, there were also those weird reports that she was, like, dating this other guy. 
And then do you remember she showed up at Countess Luann's like live show and said something along the lines of being divorced or there was like, she asked a question and it alluded to not being with her husband. Like there's been signs, I think. And I feel that in a couple years after he's out and maybe deported or whatever, I feel like we're all going to see the truth. You know, like Shannon Bedore said, we'll all see the truth. <laughs> you will all see the truth. <laughs> but I think we'll know. I think we'll look back and be like, oh, of course, we should have saw those signs. You know? I don't know. Uh, also, she was at Danielle's. I don't think Danielle, I don't think Danielle's coming back. She's done. This is her last season, I believe. Even though I enjoy her, I don't think she's coming back. The way that they're editing around her and editing her in, it just feels like she's not going to be back. And she seems like so thirsty, like her fight with Marge at the end. It was just so obvious that Danielle was twisting what Marge said. And it does it's too much. It doesn't work out. There was also a scene of Dolores and Jennifer walking with hand weights. And that was so, that took me back. It reminded me of my mother. <laughs> my mother loves to work out with the hand weight. And I decided this episode that I love when the housewives work out. I want to see them working out because they're not really working out. They just like pretend to work out. And there's something about that that's soothing to me. So workout scenes, I'm on board for. Then we see Melissa and Teresa go visit Melania. Melania's with her dance instructor. And Melissa st- or Teresa's still throwing shade at Melissa. She says to the dance instructor, she said, Melissa's been on stage before, so she's here. <laughs> Oh, so shady. And I need Melissa and Teresa to be on Dance Moms. Um, This was the point in the episode that I noticed, like, my neighbor's dog was barking. Like, I kept hearing, like, a loud barking. And, you guys, this is, I think this is something. So I would like everyone to just take this in. And I don't know that it's true. But every time that Teresa was on the screen talking, the dog started barking. Now, I have a theory that the neighbor's dog, like, through the walls, can hear Teresa's high-pitched voice. Because did you notice this episode was, like, extra high-pitched? And it was like, every time Teresa was talking, the dog started barking. I swear, it was like, when when Teresa wasn't on screen, the dog was not barking. So, you know, my theory is that dogs can hear... (laughs) Dogs hear Teresa better than the rest of us. I don't know. Teresa looks so fit in that scene in Melania's dance studio, too. Uh, Melania revealed that the dad texted, and that's all, it's the, all the Joe stuff is sad. Joe texted her, you do what you do because you do everything best. That was the text he sent, which would like him to pick up a book while he's in prison. But, you know, it still makes me sad that he's texting the kids from, from prison. I don't like it. And I want this song to be a hit for Melania. I do. Because I feel like she's earned it. She's deserved it. So what else? Oh, so Knit the Grit is the one who created this song. And so we get to this performance. Melania's got this performance space for the whole cast and then some other randos. And it's Knit the Grit who produced it. And then they surprise Melania with Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap just hops on in. And apparently Melania's obsessed with Fetty Wap, which is so surprising to me. Because when I was Melania's age, I was obsessed with people like Mandy Moore. <laughs> The most basic gay, you know, obsessions. It was like I wanted fucking Goldie Hawn to appear in my, you know, wherever I was. And quite frankly, I'm upset that my parents never had someone like Blythe Janner show up at one of my events. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why Regina King 
didn't just hop on in to my basketball practice. That would have been great. But Melania got Fetty Wap, so good for her. And then, I know all the girls show up. Melissa and Danielle are both in camo. (laughs) And you guys, this moment that happened, I just lived for. So Jennifer arrived with her kids. Dolores was already there. And the camera was focusing on Jennifer greeting all the women. So, you know, and Jennifer had had words with Marge. She has some tension with Jackie. But Jennifer arrives with all those kids, those monster kids that she has. And Jennifer's like saying hello to, I don't know, Jackie, Melissa, Teresa, one of them. And Dolores, you could see her in the background with Jennifer's kids. And I rewound, I laughed so fucking hard because the kids and Dolores didn't know how to greet each other. <laughs> like, like Dolores. Dolores was just standing there and it was like they did this thing where like the kids and Dolores like looked at each other. Like, should we hug? And then they end up hugging, and it was, like, the most awkward hug ever. And then Dolores had to hug all of them because she hugged, like, the boy first or something. It was so fucking funny. Like, the most awkward interaction I've ever seen on Housewives. And I've seen someone throw their actual artificial leg. Like, this was just Dolores. Not sure if she should hug the kids. The kids, like, they were side-eyeing Dolores. Like, do we hug you? It was so funny. Oh, I loved it. So much awkwardness. Uh, you know, so Marge in her confessional was talking about how her and Jennifer had words, and she said, sober Jennifer I like, drug Jennifer, that's another story. <laughs> and my Marge is terrible. <laughs> but so Melania sang her song, and I want to read some lyrics. So this was the meat of the episode, besides that weird fight at the end of Danielle stirring the pot, which, whatever. But so Melania's song, I printed out the lyrics. She says, hey, it's Melania. I'm sure you've seen me around. You've probably seen me on TV. I'm about to pick up my besties, besties, <laughs> besties Tete and Stephanie. We pop in tags. <laughs> we ain't chasing boys. We chasing checks. We chasing dreams. We chasing goals. Big things popping, little things stopping. <laughs> I can't wait to grow up. I got plans to blow up. Mama said it ain't easy, but I don't care. So what? Dr. Seuss wishes, you guys. And then she continues, and our parents told us, don't be too quick to grow up. Dad said it ain't easy, but I don't care, so what? Ugh. She put in a Joe Giudice reference. Then she says, I got dreams of being in Vogue magazines, already on to bigger things. Tell the driver to go get my things. I can't wait to grow up. I got plans to grow up. Now, love the song. She's the new queen of pop. That's a given. Megan Trainer could never. <laughs> but some of these lyrics were troubling to me because when she says, already on to bigger things, tell the driver to go get my things. I don't like that she's ordering people around. Then that line where she says, dad said it ain't easy, but I don't care. So what? Look, I don't want any advice from Joe Giudice in a song. I don't feel that he's the person to give advice. And I don't feel like she should be taking advice from him. And apparently, you know, the line is, I don't care. So apparently Milani's not taking advice from Joe, which is a good sign. But it's still troubling that the advice was referenced, in my opinion. So I thought the song was great. Also, totally batshit crazy. And then, of course, it reminded me of Gia doing that song about her broken family a few years back. Do you remember? It was like season three or four. It was intense. Do you guys remember like Joe Gorga and Teresa weren't talking? Like there was all this problem. And then... 
they gathered everyone in the room for Lonnie's birthday, and then Gia said she had a song to sing, but then it wasn't really a song. It was just like, it wasn't even a poem. It was like a, maybe like a Rosie O'Donnell version of a poem. I don't know if you guys follow Rosie O'Donnell on <laughs> online, but sometimes Rosie posts these poems that aren't really poems. They're just like random words. It's like a little story. Anyway, that's what Gia did. And so I went back and watched, and I forgot how chilling Gia's song was back in season three. And I wrote down the lyrics because it was, it literally shook me to my core. So Gia's song was, let's all just go back, remember where we were at this time, and go watch it on YouTube. It's shocking. Just type in like Gia's song or something like that. But she said, waking up in the morning, thinking about so many things. I just wish things would get better. Nothing seems to stay the same. Woke up in the morning, did my hair and makeup and getting my clothes, walking into school and thinking about what's going to happen next. Ooh. (laughs) She added like a couple oohs, which quite frankly, Rosie's poems should have an ooh or a doo-wop pop pop. You know what I mean? Like, let's, let's add a doo-wop pop pop into Rosie's poems. Like, Gia could do it. You could do it. Anyway. <laughs> then she goes on to say, things are just caught up in my mind. I just can't get rid of them. I'm worrying and worrying. I just can't get rid of this. I cannot take chances. It is just too much. Waking up in the morning, going into school, worrying and worrying. It's just too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she ended she ended with a yeah yeah. Again, another suggestion for Rosie's poems. Add a yeah yeah at the end. But Gia's song was just so chilling to me, and I forgot how dark it got. And that was before Joe had been in prison and then up for deportation. Like this was just when the mom and the brother were having a little fight. Like, what is in Gia's journal now? I'd like to know. I mean, it is some intense stuff. Jersey's given us some moments. I had completely forgot about Gia's song. And then it all came rushing back to me, and I went and rewatched it. And that was, uh, Kathy was in that season, got rest in peace, Kathy. She's not dead, but she's never going to be seen again on Bravo. That's for sure. (laughs) But uh, Kathy's confessional, she's like, the kids are hurt. And then you remember Caroline was always like so dramatic. So Caroline's, uh, um, in her confessional, she's like, the kids are screaming. They're screaming to be heard. And it was just so dramatic and wonderful and the best TV. So I was shook, and I still am shook. And that was New Jersey. So I'd like to thank all the kids on New Jersey for giving us music. And I'd like to leave this podcast by remembering Kathy Wakili, whose cannoli kit I once bought on a home shopping channel. And... Whose cannolis were good. Kathy Wakili's cannolis were great. So let's all take a moment. Let's do our our little cool down at the end of the episode. Let's all take a deep breath in. Hold it. Take a deep breath out. Take another deep breath in. And now I want you to think of Kathy Wakili. Just think, picture her. Think of your favorite moment. Breathe out. Now, as we all go about our day, I hope you'll take a moment to remember Kathy Wakili, who didn't give us a whole lot of TV, but she was on it for a few seasons and for that I think she deserves our respect and our adoration I love you all so much for love you I love decorating the house and getting furniture but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space and so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy now Cozy is fantastic a North American company that 
thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y, dot com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.